Shooters, you are now in your prep time. Your prep time has ended. With the magazine of 15 rounds, make it condition one weapon. Is the line ready? The line is ready. Shooters, firing five rounds in a time limit of 60 seconds. Stand by. Contact. This session is brought to you by Aloha Puddin'. The only aloha you need is Aloha Puddin'. Find them at alohapuddin.com. That's aloha, P-U-D-D-I-N dot com. I Got Next, the app for athletes, helping athletes find pickup games in their area. Find them at igotnextshop.com. That's igotnextshop.com. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Gunnery Sergeant Israel Garcia. Big is, big isa. G Money, whatever you want to call me on the I'm on the mic, we got our special guest, Massart, Master Sergeant Pedro Zuniga. Go ahead and say hello to everybody, Massart. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Massart Zuniga, back. Hey, he's back for the third time. Third time's a charm. Is it third time? It is the third time, I think. Oh yeah, it is. It is. It is. It is. Yeah. So we're 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 glad to have you back, uh, Massart. I appreciate you taking the time uh, out of your busy schedule. I know you're in maintenance at the at the squadron, so. Uh, without further ado, we'll get to right right to it. Uh, today's, ladies and gentlemen, short session about some breaking news, so to speak. Um, the Assistant Commandant on the Marine Corps, General Eric Smith, pushes something out that we might uh, agree or disagree on this uh, this evening, Massart. Uh, he says, uh, Assistant Commandant on the Marine Corps, General Eric Smith told attendees of the annual West Naval Conference here that recruiting remains a strategic challenge, but the but that the Marines are going to address the problem their own way via the route, a route that doesn't involve stacks for those who join. Your bonus is that you get to call yourself a Marine, Smith said. That's your bonus. There is no dollar amount that goes with that. You know what I'm saying? I, oh, I don't want to be too loud, but that is what he said. How do you feel about that, Master? Uh, I like that. I like that that thought process really yeah okay so I mean, again i don't mind the bonus after maybe your first enlistment uh-huh. Once you've been around you stuck around and you actually proved yourself not worthy but you're one of those individuals that we need to keep around mm-hmm. with your whatever expertise you have right and i just try to keep you around so that you can actually train the marines around you and actually keep improving the force mm. i like that so you know the air force offers up to sixty thousand yes. dollars enlistment bonus I think the army's like fifty, fifty thousand. Yeah. Um, Was it about the navy? I think they do a little bit. I think they do. I don't, this article again, per the Marine Corps Times, it, it is just an article. Um, 
the Navy does say, but it didn't list it here. But it also says while recruits won't be getting big payouts for the Marines, recruits are knowledgeable, receive hundreds of dollars in monthly bonuses. So in advice the recruit or the yeah, police get it. Gets it yeah. The recruiter gets the money, That's which it. I don't mind that at all either. <laughs> no. But uh so let's uh we've got to bridge the gap here. I hear that a lot now. Bridge bridging the gap. the gap. I hate that song. The song or the, t- the term. The term. So bridging the gap here. So I'm a youngin. Mm-hmm. Compared to you, Mazar. Correct. Right? So I enlisted in 2010. There was no enlistment bonus for me. Right? They didn't offer me anything. Again, I walked in. I didn't I didn't get recruited. I volunteered to come into the office because I knew what I wanted to do at the very get-go. Is that the same thing for you? Yes. I walked in to the recruiter's office. You say 2010? 2010. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then... <laughs> I think that's 15 years. Let's not age ourselves, man. I joined in 95. That's Whoa. 15 years later that is 15 years later so same experience with you or did they recruit you out of school did they pick you up at a, at a shop what was it no no i just walked into the recruiter's office talked to the recruiter just mm-hmm. okay and joined the marine corps um my background was i wasn't going to graduate with any sort of um what's that called uh scholarship right, right? and my parents immigrants from mexico so they could not afford to send me to college mm-hmm. last of five kids or the youngest of five kids so I was like, hey, I'll just get some experience in something I like, which was aviation, and then uh, get some college money after I did my four or five years. Well, I thought four years, but then when I joined, they said it's five mm-hmm. um, because of the job. And then another job would have been six because right. of technical school and all that stuff. So I was like, cool, got it. I mean, the recruiter did his whole, look at the, the tags, whatever they call it again. Oh, the benefit tags. Yeah, benefit tags. What do you, blah, blah. It's just like, so you did get that spiel? I did get the spiel. I didn't want it because, again, I just wanted to sign papers and leave. Right. But, again, it's they have to... Checks in the boxes. Checks in the boxes. Yeah. stuff. So, uh, the general, you, so you agree with this statement? Yes, I do. No enlistment bonuses, just that is your bonus being a Marine. Yes. Are we sure that's bridging the gap? What like, gap? Let's, let's, uh, let's, <clears throat> I, let me explain bridging the gap here. Yeah, just what gap. So, I am enlisting, let's say, two years ago, which would be 2021, right? Uh, how are you going to get me to come in? Right when everybody else is offering a buttload of money, right? Right. I don't really want to just you know. I get it. I, I get that. Right. Um, again, me, the previous friggin' uh, thoroughly indoctrinated. We got to make sure correct. that we previously. I was about to say that that the previous times we talked about thoroughly indoctrinated. I, I just do think it is. It, at the time I joined, it was going to be the toughest branch of service, mm-hmm. right? Um, Fumoto jacket was out there. You know, I've seen some of the other movies, Stripes, talking about the Army, right? The big comedy with Bill Murray. Um, so the other ones were kind of a, not a big joke, but they just didn't seem as tough. Mm. Right? Mad respect for the Army. I respect the Air Force, which was after the World War II, they broke away from the Army Air Corps, became them. But I just think that that was the tough part about it. Mm-hmm. Right? They understood the longest recruit training, right? Longer than everybody else. So they're going to do a lot of stuff, make me better, mm-hmm. uh, improve me in whatever aspects they could improve me. So, I mean, I, that's again, that's what I think. Like now that I'm old, I didn't think about this as a kid, right? I didn't think about this. I just knew that it was going to be tough, right? And I just wanted to do it. So I wasn't thinking about money. The money I was thinking about was after the fact when I was going to go to college, right? Mm-hmm. Money I was going to get for college. Again, I didn't come up from a upbringing where I had a lot of money growing up, so just a paycheck. Mm-hmm. And solid employment right. was pretty good for me. So, question for you: They're throwing mad money out. You're saying 
the Marine is the bonus enough. Yes. Agreed? Agreed. So I, I'm, I'm kind of agree with you. I did, we didn't really join the Marine Corps, at least in the enlisted ranks, to get rich. Well, you don't. Okay, so I've always believed you don't join the service period to get rich. Right. That's not. This is not a moneymaker. I think as a kid, I thought it might have been, right? Because I'm working for the government, you know, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but it's not. It, you just you just don't. Right. I mean, the money you get that you take home, quote unquote, is not going to make you rich. But when you think about everything that comes with it, you're a single Marine, you, like, you have the barracks. You got a child hall. You got all your medical stuff provided. You can venture the world, see different places. You know, you get, the, you get to deploy and stuff. So that's all stuff that you're not paying for out of pocket. Mm-hmm. Someone's paying for you. Right. Right. You're thinking about a civilian person. They got all this money, but then they're paying six, $700 a month in medical insurance. They got to pay for, you know, whatever other, if they want to go visit somewhere else, they had to go visit somewhere else. Right. It's just money that comes out of their pockets. So that's, again, that's what I think. I'm with you. Like I'm not, I'm not a rich, I'm in the middle class. We're, I think we're both in the working middle class. Yeah. Here. Technically speaking. Right. Um, Marines, how do we get, how do we bridge that gap with young Marines when it's about me, 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 right? So gen- the general said, "It that's the bonus. You want to be a Marine? I'm not going to throw money at you. I want you just to enlist. You think that's going to, because remember, remember we're coming off of strategic shortfalls is what they call it, uh, recruiting. Is Is that an issue? When we don't throw stacks of money in, that's why Marines don't. That's why young pulleys, young impressionable individuals don't come in. At, um, could that be a, 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 a one of the issues? It could be. I mean, maybe. I, I just think that, right? Since we're talking, and everyone likes to turn everything business, right? Which I hate when you try to turn the military into a business, right? So, selling the brand, right? Marine Corps brand, mm-hmm. sell it. I don't think they're selling it right. Right. Again, as I joined the Marine Corps, as I grew in the Marine Corps from recruit training to my first enlistment, a lot of intangibles, right? Mm-hmm. The camaraderie, the brotherhood, um, you know, today, so there's a lot more females in the Marine Corps. So just the camaraderie, brotherhood, sisterhood, however you want to describe it, but you're just a tight knit family. Right. right. You leave your family, then you get a bigger family. So there was a lot of pride, right? Knowing that trash talking to other services, Right. Just knowing that I was the best, I was the hardest, regardless mm-hmm. if I was the infantry marine or the pogue, right? Because the infantry likes to call everybody else pogues. Yeah. So whether I was that other marine that supported the infantry, I was. I knew that I was still better than any higher part of whatever other branch service. Right. Right. It's just those intangible types of things, and I don't think that the Marine Corps sells that anymore. They're trying to do what everyone else is doing. They're trying to sell it to a kid to make a kid think he's going to make money. Hmm. You join the service for selfless reasons you don't join for money if you're here for money me again master arms uniga gunny uniga staff arms uniga arms uniga hey thanks for your service thanks for your time get out you're here for the wrong reason you're not here you're not here to protect that one person that you don't know to provide to protect the you know the constitution all that stuff that we talk about you're not here for that you're here for yourself mm-hmm. and that's not i don't need that as a marine hmm person at me again that's what i don't need that marine that's self-serving i need that marine that's selfless interesting let's let's talk about selfless here so 
remember we're coming off short, some shortfalls here whether it be we didn't throw enough money whether some mandates some policies whatever it was there was some shortfalls do you think if we don't throw money like the navy the air force and the army are and even the coast guard right, right. even the reserves mind you <laughs> you the army reserves throwing 30 grand out right everybody's throwing some type of money <clears throat> we're not maybe not all the time or in big stacks like that do you think we're going to continue to have shortfalls potentially and again this is an opinionated question right yeah. we don't know what goes on behind I, closed I doors i think so if we keep going the way we're going right the way again like i said the way we sell the brand to the young individuals mm-hmm. again i throw money at people am i really getting the best quality person mm, to join the that is a good question a person just chasing money right so cool great here you go kid say we give 25 grand right because we're part of the part of the navy we don't have mm-hmm. that much money here's 25 grand thanks for coming in kids little friggin gangbanger he's a little pain in the ass whatever he is he does his first year and all he starts doing is drinking or just getting into fights gets kicked out mm-hmm. right i'm sure there's stipulations for his money whatnot but he's already spent the money what right. are you doing what, what are we gonna do interesting so like, i don't think you throwing money at people to join isn't gonna help get the right caliber person into the marine corps interesting and that's what again separated the marine corps in my opinion was it was the best huh so uh, you're saying, let me just recap here what you just said. You're not going to get the best individual if we throw money at No. It. Oh, definitely not. You're just going to get a person after money. Me, me, me. You're going to get an individual. An individual? That's, that's, that's not part of the individual. Do you, do you think that, but, well, let's, let's think about that, right? Because remember, again, prior hat, right? Yep. So we thoroughly indoctrinated, basically train Marine after, in recruit training. So even if we bought that Marine, right, per se, he would still have to give up certain things in order for him to make it and get that money, regardless of the fact, right? Right. So in essence, you could just say, yeah, we threw money at him, but we can still thoroughly indoctrinate that Marine in boot camp. So it doesn't really matter. Right. Okay. So I'm not saying that cannot happen or will not happen, but it won't happen in greater numbers. As it would if you just, if you were able to get an individual to join the Marine Corps that wanted to be there to serve their country. Right. Or serve others. Right. That's that individual. If you talk about DI school, or you talking about being a drill starter? Yep. So DI school, right? I saw a lot of these young, again, I was 36 when I went to, to mm-hmm. DI school. Right. Oldest kid in the class, right? Probably, I was. Um, I saw a lot of these young Motivators, right? The Supermarines, the 300 PFTers, 300 PFTers, always get it, Meritorious promoted, yada, 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 whatever it was, right? They were just awesome. Never once in their life told that they were horrible. A lot of those kids didn't graduate during instructor duty or DI school because they couldn't take that criticism because mm-hmm. they'd never been told that they sucked at something mm-hmm. or that they performed poorly. And then that's, you know, that's how DI school was. Well, yeah. at least it was for me. Like, it's the same as group training. They're breaking me down, breaking me down, and then they're starting to rebuild me up halfway through, right? These kids will quit because they're just, they couldn't take it. And then those that did graduate, again, hard charger, the Marines, Marine, you want to call them, getting thrown out or again, quitting while in cycle. Interesting. Because it was just too hard. And then you see that one kid, that, that one Marine that everyone would talk about, he's weak or he's not that good at anything or whatever, whatever. But that kid poured his, Heart and soul into everything. Mm-hmm. And awesome. 
awesome Marine. Make great recruits. Make great Marines. Yeah. So, uh, again, just throwing money at something, it's not always the answer. Interesting. So, break. Break. Okay, I need you. <laughs> All right, and unbreak. So, General Amos, uh, we're talking about, or not General Amos, what the heck? Smith. Smith, sorry. General Smith. General Smith. So, do you think he's going to, de- now, by saying that, right, I'm not going to throw money at you. You just need to enlist. Oh, well, how are we going to? Again. Can we, can we, you know, so there's there's always a thing when don't, you know, leaders, senior leaders always talk about, don't come at me with concerns, concerns without a solution. Is there a potential solution by not throwing money at it? Can you think of something right now? Because I know that. Again, the only thing I can think of it would just be try to sell the brand as an intangible thing mm. that's not. First of all, it's not easy to get. So, personal belief, people don't want easy stuff. They okay. say they do, but if I hand you something, do you feel satisfied when you get it? Or are you more satisfied when you worked for it and you earned it and then you got it? Like, what is more satisfying? Mm-hmm. Killing yourself to get something or just sitting there whining and crying or just asking for it and then they give it to you? It's like those, I don't know, I could kind of relate it to like a spoiled kid. Right. A kid that gets everything they want, and you compare them to a kid that had to work for what they got. A lot of times they appreciate those little things, those intangibles that came with earning whatever they received. Right. So, I, again, how you sell the brand, yeah, we talked about it prior to when I joined, there was that Marine Slaying the Dragon. Right? I remember that. That was a commercial. Yeah. Right? Completely fanciful, but it was something that I'm sitting there like, I'm a He's killing a dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do a Marine and kill a dragon. Mm-hmm. Like, I know there's no dragons, but I blow up an airplane. Yeah. The enemy airplane. I mean, I've seen the airplane. I people come after me. So. Right. But, you know, you kill the enemy. You could destroy the enemy. You could, you could, you're thinking you can't do a lot. And then you're that individual that, I don't know, saves the day, mm-hmm. wins wins the fight in a battle. You you do that one decision that saves the Marine's life, saves the company's life. Right. Saves the squadron, saves an aircraft. That's you. You can become that individual. Mm-hmm. Right? It's kind of fanciful, but at the same time, it's still attainable. That's fair. So let, let's let's flip side here. So we both agree, obviously, with this statement. You just got to be proud. It's, it's, a, it's an ego thing, right? It's, a, it's right. an alpha male thing. When you join the Marine Corps, it's not to get rich. It's to, to give up your, you know, some of your freedoms to, sacrifice, to give everybody else theirs, to sacrifice maybe, you know, the ultimate whatever. Right. Right. Definitely. Uh, high school. I don't know if I said this the last time. It was what sociology. I think it was mm-hmm. back then. That teacher looked at me and she asked me why was I joined the Marine Corps. I was like, I just it's tough, you know. Again, I was going to get money for college after I served, and I was going to learn a trade that I thought was marketable or that I thought I didn't know that term at the time as a seventeen-year-old knucklehead. I just figured it was an experience I could get because I liked working on vehicles. So I figured I could just work on airplanes, probably make a little more money, set yeah. myself up after the Marine Corps, right? So she asked me, why would you join something where you give up certain rights? And she's <laughs> like, you know you're giving up rights, right? And I'm like, sure. You know, again, I wasn't, I was, a, you say I was a nerd in high school. Like I didn't know a lot of stuff, but I skipped out a lot and I didn't turn in assignments. So that's why I didn't have great grades. But I was pretty smart. So I understood, you know, Bill of Rights, Constitution, all that stuff, how to make a bill. Um, so she said, you know, you can't just say no hmm. when you're in there, right? When they tell you 
to attack that position, you can't just say no. You know you could die attacking whatever. Right. At the same the time I thought about it, I was like, yeah, I understand that. I get that. But am I going to do it by myself? Am I going to have my... At the time, there was a lot more males, right? Not like mm-hmm. females. So am I going to have the Marines next to me, left and right? Like, if I'm not by myself, cool, let's do it. And if I'm by myself, and if I can get it done, I'll get it done. Yeah. And if I happen to lose my life, then it, it is what it is. But comes mission, right? Those, it's what, how I answered her was like, I understand that, but I think it'd be worth it. Hmm. And she was just like, okay, I just want to talk to you, make sure you understood that. I'm like, yeah, I get it. Interesting. So I'm with you, but let's, let's talk about, let's talk the flip side though here. There's a, there is a flip side. There's always got to be some type of flip side here. So some, maybe some are going to say, well, sir, you know, you're a general. You're able to just, you know, in the officer ranks, they make, they make a decent a amount of money. money. They make oh, yeah. a decent amount of money. And then if they retire or when they retire, they're going to make well over, well, way more than I am going to when yeah. I hit retirement, right? Yeah. In a lifespan. Holy macro, it's a lot more money, right? Yeah. Again, I understand that. I didn't join the officer ranks again. Could I have? Maybe, sure. But I'm not, I'm not there now. So it doesn't, doesn't really matter. So, but there is that flip side. Look, sir. Yeah, you make a lot of money, so it does make you know. It's you. You can say that, I guess. But what about the junior marine, the lance, the PFC, the the corporal? Right? Because again, everybody's throwing stacks. Right? Are you so? Are you referring to that junior marine that that doesn't make doesn't make a lot of money? Right? So you give. Him, I'm, you give I'm him, sure he's well below the poverty line. You give him stacks, <laughs> well below. Right? You give him stacks of money. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about that same. Corporate. Can you consider those bonuses subsidies in terms of hey? Yeah, I'm gonna go right? somewhere with this one, right? Okay. So basically, you're talking about that corporal that deployed to Iraq, mm-hmm. got that tax free bonus of 90k, gets back to the states, doesn't know how to spend his money, mm. and it's just as broke as it was the day before he got the bonus. Interesting. So, so it doesn't really matter. So now you're gonna give a 17 year old, 18 year old kid who you're gonna teach a quick what? two-hour class in recruit training about finances. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's your 30K. I taught that class. <laughs> Go. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for joining, kid. Mm-hmm. This kid's going to buy a freaking outlandish expensive car. That's true. That his sergeants and corporates are going to have to start helping him try to figure out how he's going to pay for maintenance, pay mm-hmm. for his insurance, do all this other stuff. Now I'm going to take away from that junior leadership that's supposed to be concentrating on other stuff. Yeah. Right, again, not all of them, but a majority of them. That's what they're going to do. Yeah, you're, talking, you're talking about a, an immature child that's going to have stacks in front of them. Don't even have a license. Some of them, especially from New York. I, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> we, I, we both can attest to, you know, yeah. in recruit training, majority of them don't have a license. Correct. And then they, when they check in the fleet, they still don't have a license. So throwing money at them is like, yeah, so they're not going to know what to do with it, to be honest. I think it'll turn around right now, honestly, with this recession. Or this mm. hard, whatever people want to call it, right? Because people don't want to call it a recession, blah, 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 whatever. But I know things are more expensive yeah. today than they were two years ago. Uh, that's true. They're more expensive than they were a year ago. So, And I have, I'm a master aren't. And I'm like, man, shit's expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think recruitment, because of what's going on in our economy, will probably improve, regardless if we throw stacks or not. Right. Now- 
am I going to have to work harder to take this kid from the Air Force and from the Army? That's going to throw them a lot of money. But again, I will counter that with, I'm going to argue this point that you will be a lot better of an individual if you become a Marine. Huh. <laughs> you, you will be. You will be guaranteed. You will be. Yeah. I'm telling you this. Right? If... If you're trained the way I was trained, you will be a whole lot better person. You will be a better person if you were a Marine vice, an airman, a seaman, a soldier, or a Coast Guardsman. Like, one way I could try to sell that to that junior kid as a recruiter, right? And I know the recruiter job is tough. Yeah. Right? Those kids are, like, out there hustling and trying to get these kids to just listen and pay attention, but they're on their phones, rotting their brains away with TikTok. Yeah. Sending all our secrets to China, but whatever, <laughs> right? Those kids are just—they don't care, right? They just want right. TikTok. They just want to, they're just on their phone, so it's just—it's tough. I know it's tough, but again, I just—is—I don't think it's a lot. I don't think a, you can get a lot out of it throwing money at a kid. I'm with you. I think I think we both agree, General Smith. So it'd be good to have a young kid here. Yeah, it would that young kid? It would. So, actually, what would it take for you? Funny to join the service. Funny you talk about that. There was a marine that uh, reached out to me and said, "Look, I appreciate what you're doing, uh, but you guys are old. Yeah, let's uh, let's have a youngin on the on the on the podcast." And I'm like, "Whoa!" So, I'm like, eh, I, "I guess you can present a different good, side like, of the coin, right? I, I, okay. it, to, we can bridge the gap that way, but it would be this new generation, right? Because again, I'm an old school dude. You are. Right? So <laughs> it's just like." But even then, I'm 2010, I and I got to get it done. Just tell me what you need done, and I get it done, right? And if I tell a kid do something, I just mm-hmm. need him to do it. If he wants me to explain it to him, I can explain it to him after he gets it done. I just don't. I just don't want to sit there, which is, I know that mentality's changed recently. So they want you to explain to the kid. Well, at least this is what I hear. Right? They explain to him now, why you want to do it, right? And then I was enlightened by a senior marine, right? So E9, <laughs> who. <laughs> More, a little bit senior than you. He told me, uh, he said, we've been doing it since day one. We've been telling the Marines why we wanted something done since day one. And it's honestly the, like the five paragraph order. The order is what we want them to do. There's always the mission statement, the objective, huh. how to get it done, right? Interesting. We've always told them it's just because Dinosaur doesn't want to talk to techno nerd. Yeah, his language or her language. I got to figure out a different way to do it. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, this is why. So I don't want to do it that way. But again, as I've stayed in the Marine Corps, as long as I have, I have changed a little bit here and there to try to conform to what the Marine Corps wants me to do without completely giving up who I am and what made me and what I believe made me a good Marine and a good Marine for Marines to follow. Interesting. And then when he said that to me, I was like, epiphany, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. I'm just being a dinosaur that's freaking growling <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. roaring for- Being grouchy for no reason. Almost. Almost <laughs> for no reason. But, and so my counter to that was always like, well, what if I tell you stop and you tell me why? And then boom, you just got shot. Yeah. Or ban you walked into a, a prop order. But those are some extreme scenarios and we're not even in combat anymore. So you know? that for me, listening. that's just being on the boat. Yeah. Right? Oh, okay. Hey, stop. Be careful. Then rotor wash comes, drop, throws a kid off the boat. Mm-hmm. The Harrier's taking off because I was a Harrier guy. That jet exhaust blows him over into the net. Right? The kid's like, hey, why? You're gone. Now yeah. I go tell his mom, your kid's an idiot and he's not here with you anymore because he can't fucking listen. 
we wouldn't say it like that, but well, you see, that's the but problem. I understand. That's I understand the problem that people that know me know that I would. Yeah, yeah, you would for sure. But I'm I'm 2010, so it's yeah. there's a, there's a bit of a gap between you and me, a yes. bit, just a bit. Which is and yes. but we have the same mentality. Huge. <laughs> that's almost a whole retirement. Like I'm not I'm not retired. counting. I'm just saying there's a bit of a gap, yes. right? But the mentality is the same. You know, again, I don't join. I didn't join as an enlisted to get super rich. I wanted to work, right? Because I knew that I struggled in school, right? Uh, and I didn't want to go to college, right? Right. That was me. I was like, what do I do with my life? I need purpose, blah, blah, blah. And I found purpose in the Marine Corps, right? The same same thing with you, I'm assuming. Yeah, so when I joined You had an Corps, idea and then you, right? Yeah, so when I joined the Marine Corps, I didn't want to go to college. Right. I just knew I wanted to at some time. But this was a job that was going to pay me Again, coming from not a lot of money and looking at the, just the pay scale for that Lance Corporal PFC private. Yeah. I was like, that's a lot of money. Like, I'm mm-hmm. joining, I'm going to be rich. Yeah. I thought I was going to be rich, right? And I, in a sense, again, I I gained richness and fulfillment in things that weren't physical. Mm-hmm. So it was actually a better payoff. That's but good. But again, I was like, okay, I'll be all right. I'll be good. I'm going to make this money and I'll be okay. Yeah. You know, and then as... And I think what happens, like, so this young man that probably reached out to you, he's got this mentality, right? Probably the way we thought, we might have thought that way, I think, in our first four years, three years yeah. in the Marine Corps. And then as you stay in, you kind of see the bigger picture mm-hmm. and you understand all the other things that play into this. Right. So their mentality changes. That's, that's a good point. Because they will mature into what they're complaining about or what they're like, don't, not agreeing <laughs> with, which right. is us. Right, right. right. And then we can honestly look back and be like, well, hell, I was that guy. I was that kid. Like, what the? Why the hell do I have to clean this pad eye out with a stupid ass spoon? Yeah. You know, just control fought. Like, I get it now. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. That makes sense. It wasn't just hazing or it wasn't punished. It wasn't even hazing. It was legitimately for a reason. Yeah. Right. And again, you know, different things happen. So today, a lot of things that I have done, uh, some kids could. Screen pack order violation or whatnot, which is another topic I could talk about. But right, right. Again, I would never tell a Marine to do something I've never done myself. That's good. That point. is honestly, and I have done all kinds of craziness, instructed to do all kinds of craziness or whatever you want to call it. Um, training, there was always something to it. Mm-hmm. And maybe there was one time where I didn't agree with it and I didn't get anything out of it, but it, it's everything else is 100% bona fide. That was the reason why I did it. Yeah. So. Look, uh, it's hard to bridge the gap at this point because we both agree here, and yeah, it it's just a the proud, the few, the proud. It, it's in the term. It's the few, yeah. the proud, the marine. There's no the few, the proud with a lot of money, the marine, right? It's right. No, and it's it's you can say that about the army, and the air force, and the navy. Sure, the few, the proud with a big stack of money, the navy, the yeah. sailor, right? The other thing we have to think about is how we're structured. Okay. We're not structured like the army. We're not. Stru- mm. They are their own branch that gets their own huge lump sum of money. Yeah. We are not. We take money from the Navy. They give us money. They give us money? So the, uh, the Department of the Navy gets the budget. We're part of that, right? We get some of that money. I might be off here and there, but I know we're not our own branch of service. Yeah. So we get some of that money from them. We take other stuff from here. We don't have the numbers, numbers of personnel. Yeah, it's triggers true. wise. So again, we're always what was that making? We make do with less. 
we just make things happen. Right? Yeah. No fail attitude. Again, all those things come from, in my opinion, not having. Yeah. Right. I don't. Oh, have, that's a good point. Yeah. I don't have all this money and all these tools and equipments and all this crazy gadgetry that everyone else has, but I still get the mission done. Yeah. I still get the same job done. And it's kind of like, well, shit. I did it with half the stuff that you did. Right, without the bonus. And my shit's better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So, yeah. Small intangibles, I think we need to sell our brand yeah. differently. Um, but again, I do understand you have to try to get the, because we're part of, you know, what is it? How do they say it? Uh, we're a section of society, right? So society does come in here. But again, I believe we don't conform the kids to the Marine Corps as much. Hmm. The Marine Corps conformed more to society. Which is not good. Than in the past. Maybe, maybe that's what he's saying too. So like, I would say, so like me, when I joined the Marine Corps, I would say it was like, you know, maybe 20% of myself stayed and it was all 80% with Marine Corps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thoroughly indoctrinated. I think today's Marine Corps is more like... The other way, 80, 20, yeah, 80 like, civilian, 20% I don't Marine Corps. I don't, don't want to get like, maybe 60, 40. <laughs> you know, 35, whatever that, that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, I think. But yes, I think we... It's a bit skewed. We have conformed more as an organization. We've conformed more to society than holding our standards and well, traditions in our history uh-huh. and conforming those young individuals to the Marine Corps. Interesting. It's what I see and what I believe when I interact with some of these young people. I like that. That's, right? that and I have, I have had, from a gunny down to a Lance Corporal, peppered in there some sergeant staff sergeants look at me and they tell me we still need your kind around yeah the old school hard ass just we do i'm not even that hard yeah just like just get the work done no thoroughly indoctrinated i don't have to punch in the face thoroughly indoctrinated like i just just get it done yeah and get it done quickly and safely right and that's what i've always tried to do huh that's a good way of putting maybe that's what he's talking about could be you know not throwing stacks but just you know what I mean like yeah it's just again intangibles yeah intangible things that you cannot physically hold or because again he's I'm sure he's way older than us he's been in a super long time going on 30 oh well Pat because they can go past 30 the generals especially in a like that yeah yeah. but uh huh I didn't think about it that way we do we do need those Marines that are, you know, quote unquote, not the hard ass, but thoroughly indoctrinated. Yeah. Thoroughly indoctrinated. I, I like that term, right? Ever since you used it on the first, when you had you in the first on the first session. But um, yeah, there's nothing to it, man. I, I would say Marines that are listening, the young Marines that are listening, right? Because again, the, the, what the cool thing about the analytics about this podcast is it tells you the, the variety the, from the age group of variety, the age variety that, of listeners, right? It goes from 18 to 65 plus. Okay. Right? So it's a big, big group, but it's 1% 65 and older, 60 and older, excuse me. So it's not many old people you're listening to. However, yeah, right. the, the big group is 18 to what is it? Was it 35? So okay. it's, it's in that group where, you know, my group, your group, I'm well, just, I'm just slightly outside, slightly outside the group, right? Uh, and then anybody lower, but again, this is something that they need to, I think they, they need to hear. We, we don't want, we don't want the individual that has a bunch right. of stacks. We want the few, the proud, the Marine, right? Because we get things done. 
the mission is our essential task, right? That's yes. what we that's what we do. Um, I, not would, to, I would like to get. I mean, it would be nice to hear a younger person, even a person like a high school kid, yeah, who's thinking about the services. Interesting. And asking, why can't I get money? Hmm. I could slap them around, and be like, because you don't need money. You're gonna have everything you need when you're in the Marine Corps. Yeah. Again, if you're single, a roof, child, roof over your head, you food to eat, people, clothes, people, free clothes, free clothes. People <laughs> always there trying to guide you. Yeah. How to help you spend your money? How to help you spend your time? How to help you be productive for yourself? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then if you're married, then you still you can get base housing. Your family's still taken care of. Yeah. You still have opportunities for spouses. Like it's all kinds of stuff. Uh, you don't need the money because again. I guess how I am, who I am, if there's a lot of money involved, is this person really going to sacrifice, make the ultimate sacrifice to make mm-hmm. sure I get home? Yeah. Or you get home? Not, if you, th- not if you don't throw money at me. See? It's <laughs> like, that's not the guy I need. <laughs> that's yeah. Right, right, right. <clears throat> hey, look, ladies and gentlemen, Master Arnazunaga said it. It, it. We need the few, the proud, some somebody that it's not about themselves right selfless sacrifice and again general burger said it too we got to get back to those uh intrinsic traits or values right that make us who we are and it's not money no not even close definitely not at all not even close at the young marines that are listening because there is a lot uh i would say look we learned message to garcia i hope so in boot camp i don't think so i've, uh, I've asked several marines they don't, you don't think so looking at me like what are you talking about I think we need to get back to that, uh, back to those basics. Definitely. Um, and that's how we sell it. I mean, I'm not, I don't get paid to market and neither do you, right? No, that's not, that's not our job, but at face, we can see at face value that this ain't working. Mm-mm. We're losing again. We need to go back to, uh, I agree with general Berger and general, uh, Smith back to the basics. You know, the bonus is being a Marine. The bonus is, uh, the Marine to my left and right yeah. family. Right. Um, those type of things, vice, Fun and adventure for myself, money for myself, this, that for myself. Yeah. I'll keep saying it till I get out or retire. I'm pretty sure you will too. It's just, we need that. We need that. We need, we need it back. I need it. I need it back because I'm retiring soon and I want to speak English <laughs> from my porch. Nah. Not, not whatever invading country invades us. And I don't want to be speaking that language. Oh, interesting. I don't want to be losing the war mm. and be like, well. Told you. I guess when you give that kid enough money for him to sacrifice, so kind of lost that war. That's what I don't. Want. So I don't That's want. deep. So as a as a drill instructor, <laughs> quick story. Yeah. As a drill instructor, I, I would tell that to some of my recruits, like mm-hmm. passing on as a senior, right? Not as a third hat or any other hat, because then I'm just a lover. Yeah. <laughs> so as a senior, I was. There's like, roles. Hey, recruits, like you are the future. So again, when I retire, and I'm sitting on my porch. I'm depending on you yeah. to ensure that I still have the freedom that I have. To ensure that I still have the freedom and you have the freedom, your parents have the freedom that they have. And that comes from self-sacrifice. That comes from you giving your all. That comes from you giving to each other. Yeah. And it's not just for yourself. A Sergeant Major did push out a memorandum the other day. No. Um, Which one are we talking about? Uh, the most recent one. Sergeant Major Black. Oh, um, he he did say. Well, this isn't in line of what we're, yeah, we're yeah. The, he did he did say, you know, uh, quote, 
in Officer Candidate School, Ductus Exemplos, that the example is the overarching theme. In recruit training, the senior general instructor speaks details, expectation in particular. You must strive constantly to be the best in everything that you do. Yeah. It's the truth. We set the example. Always. We want to. We constantly want to be the best at everything that we do. Sell it that way. Yeah, setting the example is not easy. No, consistency is not, not easy. easy. As being a leader, yeah. if you want it, that's only if you want it. Correct. Then join everybody else. You know what I mean? Because at least, in my opinion, it's just another another job. <laughs> Those are just other jobs. Yeah. This one is different. This is a culture. This is a lifestyle. You it live is. and breathe the Marine Corps. It is. But again, I don't think we marketed it correctly. Right. And I think we've gone away from it to some of these young Marines today. It's not a lifestyle. Mm. It's not a culture. I wonder how many comments I'm going to get they, about. When they leave the gate, right? <laughs> yeah. So for me, like the, again, I only speak from their wing side. That's all I can speak for. And doing instructor stuff. Um, when they leave that turnstile, it's like, boom. It's me. Yeah. What am I going to do? How fast can I drive? How much can I drink? Whatever it is, it's not thinking about the responsibility of being a Marine. Yeah. Being a Lance Corporal, taking care of PFCs, being a Corporal, taking care of Lance Corporals, sergeants down the line. It's not like that. Not all of them. Yeah. But a lot of them. I can see it. I can see their individuality when they leave that turnstile. Sometimes even in the office or in the squadron area. It's just like, why? what's in it for me? The with them. Yeah. Right. I know we use that term in the past for training people. But that end game, it's bigger picture. Yeah. What is good for the organization? Not what is good for me. And sometimes not even what is good for me and my unit. My unit might have to sacrifice and I may have to make that decision for my unit to sacrifice equipment, personnel, because it's good for the organization. It's good for the overall Marine Corps. Yeah. Because the Marine Corps is going to go on a mission or do something else that they don't need. I don't need these people right now. They need it. Or they don't need this equipment right now. They need it. Yeah. So let me give it up. Interesting. Might make my life a little bit harder for a while, but at the same time, the organization has what it has, what it needs to accomplish to be successful. Uh, drop the mic. I try. <laughs> drop the mic. Ladies and gentlemen, look, Matt Sarnazunico on the horn. Do you have any handles where they can reach you at? Because, again, I got some phone calls on uh, on the IG on Instagram saying, hey, Matt Sarn, Matt Sarn, you know, Matt Sarn's easy hitting it right. We're hitting it right. <laughs> I'm like, look, that might be for us and older, right? We might get a moto owner that way, but I don't know if that's the same. It's the case for younger Marines that are way super younger than us, right? Yeah. I just, man, I want them to be motivated. I want them to. I think they're motivated motor, in their motor, own motor. way. Oh, did you say moto boner? <laughs> I did. I did. I, <clears throat> excuse me. Slipped out. I want them to get that <laughs> but more than what I feel that some of these individuals show me. That's a term of endearment, by the way. I'm it not, is. I'm oh, not, completely. I'm not single on anybody else, but... I mean, it's just like Motard, right? Yeah, Motard. There you go, so Motard. The Motard... I'll use Motard. And this is where I was... I was the Motard. Yeah. Right? Always had a haircut. Always pretty corrected Marines. But again, how can I correct you if I'm fucked up? Yeah. If that Marine could look at me like, okay, yeah, you don't have a haircut, so why should I listen to you? Yeah. Your PFT is third class PFT. Why should I listen to you? Mm. Freaking. You don't have your MCIs done. Your freaking uniform looks like shit. Why are, you talk, why are you talking to me? Get away from me. Yeah. So it's always trying to do that right thing when no one's looking. Mm-hmm. That's the hardest thing to do all the time. So. Interesting. Ladies and gentlemen, Matt Sarn Z, Gunnar Sean Garcia. Look, 
You got to be the few of the proud. We have to be the few of yeah. the proud. Yeah. We got to market it that way. We can't throw stacks. Hey, General Smith up there at uh, Headquarters Marine Corps, you said it right. Sir, you said it right. General Berger, yeah. I stand by you. Uh, Rick, we need self- selfless service, back to service, back to the basic. I guess that's why they sit. They all, the Commandant, Assistant Commandant, Sergeant Major, every single one that transitions out, transition, they always say the same thing. Brilliance in the basics. Back to the basics. The basics are you know, message to Garcia type of basic. It's that instant willingness obedience to the orders. Discipline. Yeah. That sets us apart from everybody else. Right? From a, just a regular old job. Look, whether you agree with it or not, it is what it is. That's how I, that's what I think. That's what I believe. That's what you believe, Master Sergeant, Senior Leader, right? I'm sure that all those diamonds and uh, freaking Sergeant Majors. Bursting bombs. And- yeah, bursting bombs. They all agree. They all say the same thing. Hell yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about, right? That's what I'm talking about. But again, it's not it's not that we want to be right. It's just it makes sense. Yeah. If we throw stacks at money, tax money at somebody, what kind of product are we gonna get? And we, we don't want that. Especially if we want to stay here another two hundred and fifty years. Right? Yeah. God willing, hopefully. Past my lifetime. But ladies and gentlemen, that's it. Hey, we agree, disagree, but at least this is a platform for us to do that for discourse, for open conversation. Uh, hit a like, subscribe, ladies and gentlemen. This is Pit Talk, pulling pits and opinions with Mass R and Z. Uh, hit us on uh, iHeart, Spotify, whatever it is that you listen to your podcast to, YouTube, whatever it is. But again, we are the few the proud, and that's what you should be proud of. That is the bonus. That's the only bonus. That's the only bonus, according to General Smith. Ladies and gentlemen, have a good day, good morning, good night. This is Pit Talk, Pulling Pits and Pins with Gunny G. We out. Students, you are now in your prep time. Your prep time has ended. With the magazine of 15 rounds, make it condition one weapon. Is the line ready? The line is ready. Shooters, firing five rounds in a time limit of 60 seconds. Stand by. Contact. Featuring active service member to discuss their thoughts and opinions on various issues surrounding military life, current events, and history. The statements heard here are the opinions of its members and guests. These do not necessarily reflect the views of the Department of Defense and are not endorsed or sponsored in any way. Listener, viewer discretion device.